BYU Cougar Baseball is on the air as the Batcats get ready to take the field. Rockets want deep left field. Left fielder looks up. That is a grand slam home run. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now to get you ready for Cougar Baseball, here's Brent Norton. Uh, welcome to Los Angeles, Page Stadium, home of the LMU Lions, where tonight the Cougars and the Lions uh, do battle. First game of a three-game set here at LMU, a, a critical series, two of the top teams in the conference. Brent Norton joined by Tuckett Slade here tonight. Tuck, uh, always a good series with these two teams. Uh, LMU has really kind of not dominated, but uh, won more games than the Cougars have the last couple of years, and the Cougars really really need to step it up tonight and get, get off to a good start. Yeah, they really have. I mean, they've won five of the last six times. They played us in conference play, not counting the conference tournament. And uh, this place, the last time we were here, Brent, they threw a perfect game the last game of the series. So let's get that taste out of our mouth, and it's going to be a great series. Should be a great one here tonight. Uh, the uh, LMU Lions have uh, Cody Piva on the hill. Cooper Yule behind the plate. Trevor Ascara is the first baseman. Alex Lambeau at second base. Nick Sogard at short. Brandon Shear at third base. Kenny Oyama in left field. In right field is uh, Tommy Delgado. And then uh, center field or is Delgado. And uh, Brian Sewell step up for BYU. Sewell lead it off out of San Ramon, California. Sue, a 6'3", 195-pound senior. As the Cougars and the Lions get started here at, uh, in Los Angeles, uh, just a few miles away from LAX, right near uh, Marina Del Rey, down here in the uh, just uh, north of the airport, and the first pitch to Sue is over for a call strike one. Brian Sue leads the Cougars with a 3.53 average coming into the volume. He's got a, a couple of home runs, 16 RBIs. And here is the pitch from Piva, and Sue pops it up foul down the left field line, 0-2. Yeah, Piva's a good arm, 88 to 91, a plus-plus changeup, and he has a late-breaking tight slider that he likes to throw for swing and miss when he gets late in the count. You had mentioned he was the closer here a couple of years ago, had a lot more velocity, but now they've moved him into the the rotation, he's taken a little bit off that velocity and really worked on developing that change. 0-2 the count. Here is the pitch to Sue. Brian hits this ball pretty well. Right fielder, however, will go over, and he will make the catch for the out. Yeah, that's the part of the park where it's hard to hit the ball and have it land because uh, the ball doesn't travel at all to right field. To center and left, it can travel, but to right field, it kind of just stops. The ocean is is uh, right over the right field wall. Not right over, but within a, a mile or so of the right field wall. Normally, if there is any kind of uh, uh, you know wind, it's coming in off the right field side. There is a blue monster here, the left field wall. It's 130 feet wide, 70, 37 feet tall, and that goes all the way from the left field foul pole all over, all the way over to the left center field alley. But the ball does carry much better that way, and the first pitch to Brian Call is over for a strike. I'll tell you what, though, the sun this time of day, until about 7, 7, 15, that sun in left field, third base, and shortstop is brutal. <laughs> it's going to be tough today. Pitch to Call. That's down a little bit low. Call back down here in his stomping grounds out of Mission Viejo, California, for the redshirt freshman. Been struggling a little bit offensively in the DH role. 
Cougars are really looking for somebody to step into that role and kind of take over and just haven't been able to identify anybody yet. Call hits this ball, weak ground ball out toward the second baseman. And Call is thrown out for out number two. Yeah, you're right. That DH spot, uh, you really want someone just to take it over, but just hasn't quite happened this year. So you keep, you know, giving guys opportunity to see who wants to do it. With the injury to Jacobson, that brings Kringlin into first base, moves Deming over to third and takes Kringlin out, who's one of your, you know, your main DH guys. So the Cougars are a little shorthanded with the injuries right now as uh, Brock Hale steps in against uh, Piva. First pitch to Brock is outside, ball one. Cooper Ewell, the junior, behind the plate. You yeah, know, such a weird injury that happened on Monday when Jacobson got hurt at third. He dove and filled the ball clean, but when he landed, he, he hurt his left, his, uh, thro- his uh, receiving hand shoulder. Pitch to Hale is over for a strike. Breaking pitch that just caught the outside corner. Brock Hill, a 336 average coming in with eight home runs, 32 RBIs to lead the Cougars in the home run department. And here is the 1 1 pitch. Hale swings and misses. And the count now 1 and 2 on the Cougar senior. Yeah, that was that really good changeup right there that fooled Brock. It's a tough pitch to see out of the hand. He has such good action with it. One ball, two strikes. Cougars, first two guys up, have been retired. And here is Piva's pitch. Ball hit up the middle. Short, uh, second baseman going over, and he makes the throw, but not in time. So Brock Hale with a single. Here in the first inning, they had him played in a deep shift, and the second baseman actually made the play over where the shortstop normally would play and was able to love it, but Hale easily able to beat it out. Two men out, one man on, and Jackson Clough steps in. Clough a 327 average on the year. Three home runs, leads the Cougars with 45 RBIs, also leads them in stolen bases with seven. And a pitch to Clough is over for a strike. Ruben Candelaria is behind the plate tonight. Joey Stegner at first. Michael Goble, the second base umpire, and Stephen Fritzoni at third. Partly cloudy skies here in Los Angeles, uh, high around 70 as we begin the ball game. And the pitch to Clough is a curveball down low for a ball. Well, it's going to be crucial this weekend, Brent, that our, our big guys, Brock and Clough and Mitch and Sue, have really big weekends. If those guys can really get going, it's really going to help us out this week because this LMU pitching staff can really pitch it. They have the best ERA in the conference in conference games alone. As uh, you said, they can really throw it. Pitches over for a strike. I would definitely, can, uh, if I were predicting, I would say low-scoring games here in this three-game series with uh, BYU and LMU and their two uh, pitching staffs. Ball and two strikes to Jackson Clough, the sophomore. Batting from the left side, quick throw to first, and uh, Brock Hale back in safely. Interesting uh, shift that they just put on Clough in the outfield. As soon as they got two strikes, the center fielder and left fielder shifted way over towards the left field line, and center fielder is now playing on the other side of the bag towards left center, where he was playing right center with no with no strikes and one strike. So they're saying with two strikes, they think Jackson likes to just kind of slap it that way. So a huge right center gap right here. 
One and two the count. Here's the pitch to Clough. Popped up, foul, out of play. Austin Deming, the freshman, on deck. He'll be followed by McIntyre and then Kringlin, Hall, and Jelilich. Just started here in Los Angeles. Cougars, uh, two men out, top of the first. Brock Hale with a two-out single at first base, and the count one and two on Jackson Clough. Cougars in the pinstripe blues tonight. Road uniforms, the ball fouled off again. Yeah, changeup right there, running away, and Jackson did a really good job of staying on that pitch and fouling it away. Ball and two strikes, two men out. We are at Page Stadium here in Los Angeles, home of LMU. LMU's won five of the last six against these two schools. Another throw to first, and again, uh, Brock Hill back in safely. The ballpark here holds 600. They usually don't draw very well. Got off to a tremendous start. Have been on a little bit of a slide lately. They were leading the conference for most of the first month of the season. They've dropped two of three to Pepperdine last weekend. A little pop-up should be an easy play. Center fielder coming in. Uh, Dylan Hirsch, he's there, makes the play for the out. And the Cougars are retired here in the first inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through a half an inning. And we are going to go to the uh, Coach Mike Littlewood interview real quickly that we, he shared with us right before the game. We are here with head coach Mike Littlewood uh, down in Los Angeles right before a big three-game series with the LMU Lions. Coach, uh, a big series. They're in third place. You're in first. You've been playing great. I'm sure you're, you're hoping for the same kind of effort you've been getting out of your team the whole year. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like every time we go out, guys are, are pretty even-keeled, and they, they uh, understand what task is in front of them, and they kind of know what they need to do to get it done. And, and so, you know, my role, I think, right now is just preparing them as well as the other coaches and then let them go play and, and just uh, hope they do what they've been doing. Kind of been relying on the pitching this year, outstanding pitching uh, out of the starters and also out of the pen. Jordan Wood, your senior, going tonight. Hoping he can get you five, six good innings. Yeah, maybe seven or eight would be nice too. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I really feel like Woody's going to have a, a, a good outing tonight. After a rough first inning at Pacific, he kind of settled in and did a good job. Um, this is a good team, though. They're they're not they're not built for power. Escara can hurt you a little bit power wise, but uh, the rest of the guys put it in play and they, ex- they try to execute. So I think our real key is just throwing quality strikes today and, and uh, making plays on defense. Talk to us about the injured list right now. Casey Jacobson went down at Cal with a shoulder. Uh, Noah Hill still kind of coming back from that throat injury. And then uh, Jolich, it uh, uh, looks like Casey out of the lineup. What's his situation? Yeah, Casey um, has a just a, a little tear in his labrum. He can still play, but probably out this week. So I took him off the 27-man active roster for this week. Uh, but we'll see how he does next week. We're hoping that we can get him back in. He's been doing a good job. I think Noah Hill's just basically day-to-day. Um, if he feels, if, if he doesn't look sluggish and he has a lot of energy, he's our guy to be back there. Um, and Jelich, I think being in Southern California, his back um, loosens up a little bit easier, and, and he looked pretty good during BP today. So we're, we're a little bit dinged up, but not unlike any other team. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We go to the bottom of the first. Nick Sogard will step in against uh, 
Jordan Wood. First pitch from Wood is over for a call strike one. Cougars need a big start from their senior here tonight. Jordan Wood. Jordan struggled at Pacific early in that ballgame, then kind of settled down. If you can get Jordan through the first two, three innings, should be just fine. Pitches outside for a ball. Wood, four wins, a loss, a 4.34 earned run average for the senior out of Friendswood, Texas. Sogard, a junior out of Sacramento, swings and misses. Good curveball there. Sogard way ahead of that pitch. And as you'd mentioned pregame, this is a guy you got to keep off the bases. He can really run. Yeah, Sogard is their guy. He's their catalyst. When he gets on base, he loves to run with 23 stolen bases, and he just makes their offense go. 1-2 is up high for a ball. Yeah, when he's getting on base, they're scoring runs. But when he struggles, then usually offensively they struggle. So you really need to have Wood start this inning off the right way. Two balls, two strikes. So guard the left-handed hitter, and he swings and misses at a change. Good pitch right there by Jordan Wood. Completely fooled Sogard, and that'll bring Kenny Oyama to the plate. Oyama, a sophomore, five foot two. You heard me right, five two, one fifty. There's a place in the game for little guys, and Oyama definitely that. They've got two guys. They also have a backup second baseman who's just as tall as him. I- just as short or just Sorry. as tall? Just I like as, it. Just as, <laughs> just as tall, I like it. That's a good positive approach. Well, I'm telling you. down low. When I look at Oyama, I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm married to a Japanese-American, and I think that my son could end up being <laughs> this tall. So, you know, I'll try to give so him the, the benefit hope. of the doubt. There's hope, Exactly. Right? Here's the 1-0 pitch to Oyama. That's up high for ball two. And uh, two straight pitches, two straight balls to Kenny Oyama, 236 hitter. It's hard to believe that he only has 12 walks on the year. Being that small, you think that he'd draw a lot more walks. 2-0 pitch. That's up high for ball three. Not only is Oyama small, but when he gets up up there, he kind of crouches over, makes himself about four foot eight. Yeah, I mean, he definitely is a guy that would be hard to throw to. Here's the 3-0 pitch. That's down low, ball four. So on four consecutive pitches, Oyama walks. Yeah, none of those pitches were even close to the zone. That'll bring up uh, Brandon Shearer, the third baseman. He's a senior out of Agora Hills. 308 average. This team not a whole lot of power except for their cleanup uh, hitter, Ascari. He's got 14. There isn't anybody else on the team that has more than two. Yeah, I mean, they have 17 home runs on the year as a team, and he has 14 of them. So They like to play small ball. They run a lot, 62 stolen bases. They've been thrown out 28 times, though. So they run, they run, they run. They run even if they get thrown out. As Oyama's five stolen bases in 10 attempts at first base. And Shearer steps in. First pitch is bunted down the third baseline foul. And talked to Coach Littlewood a little about that. Austin Deming playing at third base hasn't been over there for a few weeks. And I'll tell you, this team will bunt. They'll bunt and run. They'll bunt to get, uh, you know, to get a base runner Behind you, I mean, there's all, in no situation will they not bunt. Yeah, they definitely like to play the small ball. They're, they're all about advancing runners and trying to get their big hitters an, an RBI opportunity. No balls and a strike to Brandon Shear. Jordan Wood throws the first, Ooh. almost got Ooh. him. Really close, Oyama. Slow getting back and a good quick move there by uh, Jordan Wood. Almost picked him off. Yes, he did. That was extremely close. 
Kringlin at first. Sue at second. Clough at short. And Deming at third. Another throw, and they got him this time. They got him that time. As Oyama got picked off, Jason Gill, the head coach for LMU, is going to come out and have a little conference with the uh, first base umpire. But if he didn't get him the first time, he definitely got him that time. And Jason Gill has known to uh, get a little upset with the umpires. We've seen him. I've seen him tossed a couple of times in his career here, 11 years at LMU. You know, the interesting thing is I never quite understood this. It's not like he's going to change that call, right? I mean, the conversation shouldn't be that long. Two men out. Gill returns to the di- you know, And you don't know if he's talking about possibly a balk move yeah. by, by Wood or just the call at first base. Well, that's a big pickoff, though. Here's the 0-1 pitch to Shear, Just off the plate for ball one. Mentioned tough Sunfield right now for the left fielder, shortstop, and third baseman. And Shearer, the left-hander, steps back in. He hammers one right field right at Brock Hill. He's there and will make the catch. And the Cougars retired the Lions here in the first inning. No runs, hits, or errors. Nobody left. We're through one. No score. BYU and LMU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Austin Deming steps in for the Cougars. We're at Page Stadium on the campus of Loyola Marymount. No scores. We go to the top of the second inning. First pitch to Deming is over for a strike. Now a pitch just a little bit inside. One ball and one strike to the Cougar freshman, Deming. Austin, a Snow Canyon product down in Santa Clara, St. George area. Also a pitcher for the Cougars. Hasn't thrown out, been thrown on the hill lately with a great job the entire bullpen's done, but uh, this kid can throw also. Yeah, there's only been about six or seven guys on a weekend that's been throwing lately just because of how good the, the arms have been lately. Deming's had four appearances. He's thrown four innings in this his freshman year. 2-1 pitch, Austin fly ball, shallow right field. Right fielder coming hard, second baseman going out. And second baseman, Alex Lambeau, calls everybody off, makes the play for out number one. That'll bring Mitch McIntyre to the plate. Uh, Mitch, the sophomore out of Tooele, 302 average coming into the ballgame. So got the average over 300. He's been battling that the entire year. Yeah, he really has, and he's been hot of late. Been a big, big difference in our offense. Five home runs, 28 RBIs on the year for Mitch McIntyre. Great young man. And the first pitch is over for a strike. Boy, Paeva sure gets ahead with strike one. He can really command his fastball. Owen won the count, one man out, top of the second inning. Here's Paiva, the big six foot five right hander, and McIntyre fouls this one out of play. Paiva, big, long, slow delivery as he winds up. I'd like to see his run support on the year, because if he's five and four on the year with a one eight nine ERA, I mean, my goodness, that's tough record for that kind of numbers. Opponents hitting 230 off Paiva. 
McIntyre swings and misses two men out. First strikeout of the ball game by Piva. Not a big strikeout, guys. 60 in uh, 71 innings, but uh, that's an awful lot of innings he's thrown. In 11 starts, averaging, what, a little over seven innings a start. Yeah. And they ride their horses. They, they're all about pitching and defense first and find a way to score runs. Two men out. Kringlin steps in. Keaton takes a curveball over for a strike. Noah Hill is on deck. Kringland uh, hitting 244 as he steps in in the first game. Jacobson out at least for this week. Uh, the third baseman for the Cougars. Swing and a miss by Kringland. 0-2. So far in these first two innings, Brent, Paiva has his good stuff. I mean, he is throwing with confidence and command on every pitch he's throwing. Even his misses are just barely missing for, for a ball. Here's the 0-2. That ball is a curveball outside. One ball, two strikes to Keaton Kringlin, the senior out of Cedar City. Keaton with 11 RBIs this year. Cougars one hit. That was by Brock Hill back in the first. And Kringlin takes that pitch off the plate for ball two. Yeah, just missed again right there. Borderline 50-50 pitch that Ruben Candelaria calls for ball two. Got a battle right here. Put a ball in play. Noah Hill's on deck, and then uh, Danny Jelilich for BYU. There's a fastball that uh, fouled straight back. I tell you what, Brent, it's it's tough when you're facing a guy that can throw three pitches for a strike when and where he wants. It's just you can't just sit one pitch. You have to be constantly thinking of everything, and it makes it really hard to adjust and, and put balls in play. Cougars 29-11 and 11 coming into this ball game after they lost 3-2 to Cal. There's a strike three called on the outside corner of the fastball. And the Cougars are retired here in the second in order. We're through an inning and a half, no score. Cougars and Lions on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Go to the bottom of the second inning. No score, BYU and LMU from Page Stadium here on the campus of LMU. Trevor Escavera steps in, and the first pitch is a swing and a miss. Escavera is a junior out of San Diego. Leads him in just about every offensive category, hitting 317, 14 big home runs, 48 RBIs. You talk about a guy that has pretty much carried the load offensively for a team. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, he really has. You know, but just like any power guy, Brent, he's also a big swing and miss guy. You know, he leads his team with over with 50 strikeouts on the year. Here's the 0-2. That's outside a little bit. A ball and two strikes. Bottom of the second, no score. Been one hit in the game. That was by BYU. And here is the 1-2 from Jordan Wood. Just off the plate. 
Two and two. They've got an old-time scoreboard here where they put the numbers up. There's a guy in the scoreboard, like uh, at uh, Wrigley Field. Kind of cool, along with that big blue monster out there. They call it the Mikos blue monster. Pitches down low, ball three. So three balls, two strikes to the leadoff hitter. Esquera. And a pitch and a swing and a miss. Off speed. Second strikeout by Wood. Great pitch, and that will bring up Tommy Delgado. Delgado out of Laverne, California. Freshman. Limited action this year is hitting. Uh, no, he's actually the junior is Delgado. And he will step in, right-handed hitter, and the first pitch is over for a strike. Finally, you don't have their mainstays that have started for so many years in Billy Wilson and some of those guys that have been here for so long that were thorn in our side. Checked his swing, pitches over for a strike, 0-2. Yeah, much more offensive team. Yeah, Nico Dacalade, you yeah, know, those guys, big that, power guys. That we've seen over the last few years here. This is more kind of a pitch defense and uh, steal a base team. One and two the count. Delgado is a freshman out of Laverne. Very productive. Two home runs, 23 RBIs. And here's Woods' pitch just off the plate, two and two. Steven Chavez is on deck. He is a junior. One man out, two and two the count. And Jordan Wood looking in. Pitches, fly ball, pretty well hit to right field. Back goes uh, Brock Hill. Just short of the track, he'll make the catch for the out. Two men out. If you're going to hit a ball hard, you don't want to hit it out there because uh, there's not a whole lot to get out of the ballpark here in right field. Yeah, I mean, if you pull that ball down the line, it's if it's not out of here, it's off the top of the wall there for a double. Very little wind right now here in the ballpark, however. Very pleasant evening for baseball. As Chavez steps in, he's the DH, and he grounds one foul down the third baseline. Seems like they're kind of having the same problem we are with their DH, having a DH that's batting 160 on the year. Isn't that supposed to be like one of your best hitters? It normally is. <laughs> Guy that all hit, no, no field. Owen won the count to Chavez. And the pitch is just a little bit outside for a ball. Good to see Noah Hill back behind the plate. Caught a couple of games against Pacific last weekend. Kind of easing him back into action. As he's uh, probably still not totally back full strength. A swing and a miss. One and two. I was in the dugout asking before the ball game. He said, I'm okay. But you could kind of tell that he's still not quite there. It's all about his energy. That's the key. Just kind of every day, you have to take it day by day with how he's feeling. Just a horrific injury that, uh, boy, we're just happy and lucky to have him on the field. Pitches up high for ball two. Yeah, we really are fortunate. It could have been so much worse. I mean, I was in the hospital with him that night, and that was not a pretty picture, a sight that I won't ever forget. 
So just 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 happy that he is healthy and and here with the team and playing. Here's the two-two pitch. Ball hit into left field, base hit by Chavez. Two out single. Yeah, just caught a little bit too much of the plate there on two-two. That'll bring up uh, Alex Lambo, the sophomore out of Seattle, will step in. Second baseman, number 31, Chavez, the guy that just got the hit, it only had 81 at-bats this year. It started 21 games. So he gets a two-out single, and Lambeau comes up. He is hitting 237. Well, this bottom part of the order here, they're all in the 200s. You've got to make them earn it. No freebies. Make them earn everything. There's a bunt down the third baseline. That ball's going to stay foul, and it'll be an infield single. Boy, perfectly laid down the line by Lambeau. Bunt single. Yeah, it really was. Jordan Wood tried to field that, but even if he had, he would definitely beat that out. Great bunt there, a little two-out drag. I like it. When you guys are struggling offensively in the bottom of the lineup, you really have to find a way to just manufacture runs. Dylan Hirsch now steps in. He's only hitting 212 on the year. He's had 113 at bats, only 24 hits, five extra base hits, four RBIs for Hirsch, but he runs well. He's got 10 stolen bases. All it takes now here is a single. Give them a lead here in the second inning. Hirsch, a junior out of West Hills, California. And here's the first pitch. Curveball drops in for a strike. Yeah, a lot of strikeouts here between the seven through nine hitters. You got 42 strikeouts on the year for Lambeau. Hirsch has 42, and so does Cooper Yule, who's on deck. Definitely guys who will swing and miss. Got to make good pitches and not leave balls right over the middle. Here's Wood looking at second now. The 1-2 curveball just off the plate. Tell you what, Brent, Chavez is getting a really good secondary at second. You know, Chavez uh, is one of the guys that has not even attempted a stolen base, so I'm not sure what kind of speed he has, but you're right. He's got a a monster secondary lead. Any any ball hitting the outfield, would you would think he would be able to score. Sue now trying to pay a little more attention to him, trying to keep him a little closer to the bag. Shadow's just tr- starting to come over the pitcher's mound now. So a little tougher on the hitters. The ball coming out of the sunshine into the shade at home plate. Cougars flew in yesterday, worked out last night here in the ballpark. Pitches down low for ball two. Cougars will play these three, and then they'll go up uh, and play San Diego State on Monday evening before returning home. That game will be played in Lake Elsinore, a minor league ballpark up there of the uh, L.A. Dodgers. 2-1 pitch, checked his swing on a pitch that was outside for ball three, three balls and a strike. So, boy, the bottom of the order right now is uh, a single to left and a bunt single. Now three and one on Hirsch with Cooper Yule on deck. And the pitch, and that is outside ball four. 
second walk given up by Jordan Wood in this outing. Yeah, that's something you can't do in that situation. You've got a guy that's batting, you know, 212 on the year, and you walk him to load him up for a guy who, you know, he's only hitting 200 on the year, 219 on the year, but he's got 21 RBIs. He's a guy who's been a clutch hitter, and you don't want to be facing this guy right here. Now, he's a veteran guy. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Out of Mission Viejo, he is a junior. He's been a three-year starter for the LMU Lions. Now he's got bases loaded, two men out. There was two outs, nobody on, and then all of a sudden, three straight base runners, and it's turned into a big situation here. And the first pitch from Jordan Wood popped up, fell over out of play off the first base side. Really need Wood to lock in right here, make a couple of big pitches and get out of this. Because this is the part of the lineup that you, you just can't let these guys beat you. Buell, when I looked at the stats, I was shocked that he was only hitting 219, 155 at bats. So he's got the third most at bats on this team. You knew he was hitting in that three or four hole coming into the year and is just struggling right now. They've moved him down to the number nine hole. But all it takes is one hit to kind of get that going. Here's the 0-1. Pitch is outside in the dirt. Nice job by Noah Hill to knock that ball down. One ball and one strike. Yeah, Ewell, six doubles, a triple, a home run this year. You mentioned 40 strikeouts. This team strikes out a lot. And uh, Jordan Wood right here looking for an out. As we play the bottom of the second. And here's the 1-1 pitch. Just off the plate for ball two. That Jordan's fastball command this inning just hasn't been great. Got to get back down in the zone and, and catch those corners. Two balls and a strike top of the order. Nick Sogard due up next. And here is Wood's pitch, and that's down low, ball three. Boy, Jordan, for whatever reason... A strikeout and a flyout, and then hits. the wheels have kind of come off. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, he was cruising there for a second, and they, they get a hard single, they get a bunt single, and then he walks a guy. He's about to walk in a run here. He's got to make a big pitch right here. Make him earn it. Here is the 3-1. Ball hit right at Deming. One hopper. He'll step on the bag at third for the out, and the Cougars get out of the jam. Deming unassisted for the Lions. No runs, two hits, no errors. Three big runners left on base. We're through two complete. No score. BYU and LMU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Now the Cougars dodge a ball right there. Boy, bases loaded. Look like he swung at a 3-1 pitch. It was probably a ball. And the play by Deming at third base. And there's a base hit by Noah Hill. First pitch uh, Noah sees in the ball game. He singles sharply to right field. Yeah, good swing right there by Noah. I like that. Be aggressive early. He's been pounding strikes for strike one and got a fastball over the plate and hit it to right center. Good contact. That brings up Danny Jelich now. And uh, all sorts of things can happen right now. Danny, excellent bunter of the ball. 
Cougars might play a little small ball here themselves to yeah, try can, to get that early lead. I can see them trying to drag bunt for a hit here and move the guy up if he's not safe. So Paiva will work from the stretch. And the first pitch to Jelilich is uh, he went for it on the bunt, just missed it on the curveball for strike one. Looked like uh, with his actions he was just trying to execute just a sack bunt. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, with Piva, the big guy on the mound, not working or not moving too well. But if he, if he could get that ball past him, it'd be a sure base hit. Squares again. Again, he bunts right through it. 0-2. Again, a breaking pitch by Cody Piva. Yeah, back-to-back chances to try to sack a guy over. And we talk about this in the Cal game, just not being able to execute little things like this. When you got wheels like Danny, you got to find a way to put that ball down and move the guy over and see if you can beat it out. 0-2, Hill at first base, nobody down, and the pitch. And uh, Jelilich swings and strikes out. So on three pitches, Jelilich goes down. And that will bring Brian Sue up. Yeah, that's a frustrating at-bat for Jelich when you just when you think he might be getting things going, you know. Two of those pitches, those breaking balls are strikes. Yeah. And breaking balls is one of the easiest pitches to bunt. Well, it's unfortunate, just a wasted at-bat right there. Yeah, it really is. One man out, and Brian Sue steps in. Brian flew out to right his first time up. Quick throw to first base, and uh, Noah Hill back in safely. Yeah, the Cougars uh, have really struggled throughout the year with that uh, with execution of that sack bunt at times. Yeah, I mean, that time's been really, really good, and it's paid off to, to give a bunch of runs. And there's a few times this year where it's just baffling. Here's the first pitch to Sue. Ball hit down to the third baseman. He knocks it down, comes up, only played a first base, and he got him by about a half a step. Third baseman, Brandon Shearer, really didn't look good on that, uh, but was able to knock it down with his glove and then finally went over and picked it up and and made the throw for the putout. Runner does move to second base on the ground out. Yeah, you could tell that that son played a factor there because he kind of just pulled his head away from that and barely barely was able to knock it down. Good job of being able to recover and get the out. But now the Cougs have a chance to take a lead here with the hit. Brian Call steps in, runner in scoring position. Brian grounded out to the second baseman, uh, Lambeau, his first time up. And here is Piva's pitch and uh, a swing and a miss by Brian Call for strike one. Brian's first collegiate hit as a Cougar was a three-run home run against UVU and Orem. He came back in that game with another, I think a double that knocked in two. He had five RBIs in that first game. As Call... Batting from the left side, he's DHing today, and he fouls that pitch off. 0-2, boy, and Paiva working ahead of everybody. Here. He really is. Well, how about that, Brent? You said he had five RBIs in his first game. He only has nine on the yeah. year in 53 at-bats now. This is 53rd at-bat. So he started off with a bang and then kind of cooled of late. The average has slipped quite a bit, but he's had a few big hits. The last couple of weeks, a weeks had an RBI single against uh, um, Pacific, and he also had one against Washington. This would be a big situation here if he could find a way to put a run on the board right here. 0-2 the count. Piva from the stretch looks back at second, and the pitch is a little bit low for ball one. The 
good, good, good take right there. As we talked about, Cougars just looking for a couple of key pieces, key elements. Jelich is one. DH is another. And when you, especially when you're dealing with kind of a banged-up ball club where you got three guys that aren't quite 100%, boy, you need some guys to really step up. Yes, you do. One and two, Paiva again, long look in, and the pitch, and that pitch is on the inside corner for a call, strike three. Call goes down on strikes. Cougars retired here in the inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left. We are through two and a half. No score, BYU and LMU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Top of the order. Nick Sogard steps in. He swings and misses for a strike. I tell no you, score, bottom of the third. I tell you what, Brent, these guys are free swinging. They're out there just hacking. My goodness. 0-1 the count to Sogard, one of the better hitters on this uh, squad. And that pitch an inside corner fastball for a strike. Yeah, Ruben, 0-2. Ruben tonight has a pitcher's zone, it looks like. That last strike three on call looked borderline in, but... Hey, as long as you're consistent. Same pitch right yeah, there. exactly. And uh, Wood got the call. Pitch is just a little bit off the plate, one and two. Cougars come in 29-11, and 11, ranked 25th in the nation. LMU 23-15. and 15. They're 10-8 and 8 in the conference. So they are exactly three games behind BYU entering this weekend series. And you can see how this was, this is just an absolute monster series for them. It is. It is for both teams. I tell you, LMU has to finish the the season playing the, the top four teams in the league. They played Pepperdine last week, then they have us, and they have to still play the, the Zags. 2-2 two, two pitch inside, ball three. Three balls, two strikes to uh, Nick Sogard. Outside, so Sogard walks. This guy's got 23 stolen bases on the year. And Jordan Wood looks so good again early in that at bat against Sogard. And things just kind of went south on him. Yeah, 0-2. Got up 0-2 quick. And then four straight that really weren't that close, Brent. It's like, how can you all of a sudden start to miss so big when you started off so good? Now Oyama up. You wonder if he'll be bunnier or just give Sogard a chance to maybe steal a base. Yeah, they're definitely going to create some action here. Sogard, uh, 23 stolen bases, has been thrown out three times on the year. Noah Hill, a an accurate uh, arm behind the plate. I wouldn't say it's a, a plus arm. As Oyama, who walked his first time up, steps in. And the first pitch, there's a bunt. Woods got it. He'll throw to first. And so the small ball right there as they decide to bunt Sogard up. One man out. Oyama gets the job done. And that will bring up uh, Shearer. Well, we knew this team liked to bunt. And they've a bunt single in the first or in the second and a sack bunt here in the third. No surprise. Absolutely. And put yourself in a good situation to get runners in scoring position and then let their big guys, their three, four hitters, drive them in. Shearer flew out to right field his first time up. 
He has 21 RBIs on the year. Scoreless game, bottom of the third. Both teams with two base hits. And the first pitch to Shear is fouled off for strike one. Jordan Wood alarmingly has had a walk in every inning here tonight. You know, he, uh, he's been trying to throw that change up a ton because they have a lot of lefties in their lineup today. And uh, he just, he'll throw it really good one pitch and then the next one is not even close. So he just got to get back to being consistent with that pitch and he can get these guys out. Committed to the ball game in 64 innings, had uh, issued 20 base on balls. So about one every three innings. But ahead of that pace here tonight, as Shear takes a curveball, completely fooled him, and the pitch is over for call strike two. Yeah, that was a really good breaking ball right there. Well, again, got this hitter 0-2. You got to put him away. Playing Shear over into the right center field alley is uh, Jelilich, and pretty deep. McIntyre out there still shading that, sh- that sun out there with his offhand. Here is the 0-2. Ball hit right at Clough. He's got it. He'll throw to first for the out. The runner does advance to third base on the ground out. Yeah, good job there. Executed a good fastball run away where that's all he can do with it is kind of roll over to short. So now uh, you need uh, Noah Hill here to be a wall back there and don't let anything get by for a free run and make Estera. Do you want this guy to beat you? you got to execute some good pitches right here, Brent. Escara, you, you look at him, uh, 14 home runs, 48 RBIs. I think you're very, very careful with him with Delgado on the on-deck circle. Escara, left-handed hitter, steps in. First pitch just off the plate for ball one. But, and the thing that intrigues you with Estera, though, is the fact that he has 51 punch-outs. So he's a guy you can strike out in this spot. So I'll see Jordan trying to work everything away here and get him to swing at his pitch. And if he walks him, he walks him. Yeah, 51 strikeouts in, a, in 181 at-bats. He leads this team in at-bats with 181. Cougars, the leading uh, at-bat guy for the Cougars is Brock Hale. He's got 154. Fastball on the inside corner. Boy, I'd live there. Yeah. The uh, Candelari, the home plate umpire, given that pitch, and I would live right there if I'm Jordan Wood. One ball and a strike. Big left-handed hitter steps back in. Playing him as a pole hitter. Brian Sue well out on the grass in uh, shallow right field. And Jordan Wood with the runner at third base will work from the windup. Here's the pitch. That's outside for ball two. Boy, very little wind in the ballpark. Usually you see a little bit of breeze, but right now nothing. Yeah, it was howling last night when we were here. Nice night for a ball game. One of the nicer nights we've had down here. And here's a 2-1 pitch from Wood. Ball hit very well, deep right field, but foul. Got ahead of that uh, breaking pitch. And the count evens up at 2-2. Two and two. The square, you can see the power right there, the junior out of San Diego. One of the leaders in the conference in home runs with 14. 
Westwood again looks in, looks over at uh, Sogard, who's got great speed at third base. And now timeout called by the batter. Yeah, Wood's taking a lot of time to get his signals right now from Noah. It's like he doesn't quite know what he's confident in to go here. Yeah, usually Jordan, pretty quick worker, but not here tonight. Now he's set, and the pitch. Outside ball three. Well, you throw your best swing and miss pitch right here. Don't miss at all. If you're going to miss, miss down or away. Try to get the strikeout or a walk. Don't leave anything down the middle right now to this guy. If you throw that changeup running down and away, it's a strikeout. Just got to execute yep. it. Three and two. Here's the pitch from Wood. Swinging strike three as he gets him for the second time in the ball game. And Wood gets out of another jam here in the third. No runs, no hits, no errors. One man left. We're through three. No score. BYU and LMU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 